Warm intros run the world. It's how humans translate trust with each other. If you want to break into a network, get someone from that network to vouch for you and getting in is much easier. With that said, I don't know how this has happened, but in 2023, getting a warm intro has never been harder. There are thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people aiming to get into very exclusive networks. And the warm intro model isn't effective anymore. There's too much noise for the signal. So if you are a professional, if you're someone that wants to expand your network, what is someone to do? Well, you could spend your time cold emailing, sending LinkedIn emails, and hoping one of 100 people replies gets you a coffee meeting that leads nowhere. Or you could do something different. And today's episode is sponsored by SeedScout, which allows you to do something different. SeedScout is a platform that allows you to request introductions to other people on the network with a click of a button. No more sending long emails, no more sending doing all this research, right? It's simple. You send an intro request. If they want to meet you, they accept, and you're instantly introduced. SeedScout is an alternative way to expand your network that gives someone more context than a cold email, but it's faster to achieve than that warm introduction. So if you are a sick of spending hours, days, weeks, months, even years trying to break into new networks and you just want to try something new, I would check out seedscout.com, S-E-E-D, scout.com. Let's get into today's episode and thanks for listening. What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kund, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Royce Branning, who's a co-founder of ClearSpace. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Hey, Matt. Thanks for having me. Doing well. How about yourself? Doing pretty well. It's Friday. I'm caffeinated with some coffee, and I'm ready to uh, learn about what you are working on here at ClearSpace. So let's just dive, let's just dive right into it. Um, what are you working on? What is ClearSpace? Yeah, so at ClearSpace, we help people reduce unwanted screen time by making their phones less addicting. This is obviously very, uh, I think, important for the times. This is a big conversation, right, in the world. So I'm curious if you can kind of dive into, walk us through, like, how you do that. If you if you walk us through, like, what the product is or what someone would experience yeah. while using it, that would be great. Yeah, so our, our, our ultimate objective is relatively straightforward. It's to align your intention with your attention with regard to how you allocate it on, online. Um, our really simple fix for that is by doing a just-in-time behavioral interrupt every time you go to open social media on your phone. So what that looks like is every time I'm in the middle of my workday and maybe I'm coming up on a hard problem or I'm just getting tired and I go to reach, pull out my phone and open Instagram, ClearSpace intercepts that action, surfaces a 15-second breathing exercise. It reminds me of goals that I've set around my usage 
it gives me an inspirational quote and then it reprompts me to say, how long do you actually want to be spending in this app? And are you sure it's the right move for you? Um, the really fascinating thing that we found in the early days was that over 50% of the time, um, after over 10 million of these app intercept events, people decided that they didn't actually want to be on that app right now. Um, I'm sure you can start to do the back of the napkin math. This is an enormous amount of time saved for people by just interrupting that reflexive need we have to check our phones throughout the day. Yeah, I feel this pretty heavily. I feel like me and millions, if not billions of people in the world, uh, yeah. you know, feel this every day. I'm curious, why did you decide to tackle this problem, this product? Walk us through a little bit of the origin story here and how you kind of got started. Yeah, so my co-founder Oliver and I are both software engineers by, by background. And um, it was really for each of us working remote during the pandemic where we saw our usage of our phones in particular um, just exponentially increase, particularly with regard to interrupting uh, flow sessions during our working time and kind of inhibiting us from taking that extra effort to go out and uh, be with friends. And so um, during that time, both him and I had been experimenting with different ways to kind of redirect our attention back to the things that matter to us most. You can edit Etsy host file on your computer. You can download Chrome extensions, you know, get VPNs configured. Um, there's some pretty good solutions out there. ClearSpace, the initial iPhone product was the first thing that actually worked for us. Uh, actually writing down your goals and then having those surfaced at the moment you're making the decision ended up being wildly effective. Uh, we, we shared it with some friends and it, the stone just kind of started rolling down the hill. Um, immediate user feedback, uh, letters from users about how it's changing the relationship with their kids, that type of stuff really got us going, going, okay, this isn't just a fun weekend project. This could actually be a company itself. And so for the way that it works, like, is it a, like, I'm curious how it actually works or if I could use it like right now, mm -hmm. can you like, is it an app that you like walk us through, like, how does someone use it right now? If, 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 if someone can and walk us through like what that experience looks like, cause I would download this immediately after we hop off the call. So I'm curious. Yeah, it's, it a, it's, a, it's available on the app store. Um, you know, thousands of people a day uh, are, are using ClearSpace to save time. I've, you know, please do go get it set up afterwards. Um, we're right now only on the iPhone. We're not on Android. It's worth calling out. But uh, yeah, it's, it's luckily, very simple. We luckily, I'm team iPhone, so it's all good. Let's go. <laughs> you got part of the part of the uh, the resistance. No, not really. Um, <laughs> it depends the, on what, it depends on your perspective for sure. Yeah, there's not. There's. Not, I don't have a dog in this fight. Other than we're only on iPhone. Um, so you download ClearSpace. We take you through a brief onboarding, we ask you a little bit about yourself and your goals, why you want to spend time less time on your phone. And then you set up the apps that you find that you might spend a little more time than you want to on. And that's it. You're set up to go immediately. Whenever you click on Instagram or Twitter or whatever it is for you, uh, you're going to be met with a breathing exercise before you're able to access. Now we do have a ton of configuration. So if you work in the world of social media, maybe maybe like yourself, or you, you need it for certain critical functions, you can set scheduled windows where we don't inhibit access. But say you are a social media man marketing manager for your daytime job. You're like, okay, I'm not blocking Instagram from nine to five, but you don't really want to be scrolling reels as you're trying to go to sleep or at dinner table. Then, uh, you know, sometimes our reels can keep us 
awake late at night and then they get us tired so we're yawning you know? <laughs> um, but uh yeah so you can really configure it to make sure that your usage is adhering to to whatever you actually want it to yeah, that makes sense. And like, you know, you just said that you and your co-founder are both uh, both technical. So I'm curious, yeah. like, how do you divide what to work on? Or more specifically, what do you work on? What's your average day look like as you're building this? Are you selling? Are you raising? Are you building? Mm-hmm. Probably a little bit of all of it. Like walk us through an average day. Totally. Founder life is kind of a little bit of everything. Um, so, you know, Oliver and I as co-founders of the company uh, share joint responsibility in a lot of the dynamics of just being do whatever it takes guys, right? So um, we have a few early employees as well um, who share a load of engineering, product design, marketing. Um, but we, we generally divide our work, um, all of our CTO of our company and CEO, which means that um, growth, fundraising will generally fall on my plate a little bit more, although we're very collaborative in that process. And then engineering and product ultimately on the day-to-day execution are, are kind of in his ownership lane. And um, the the fortunate thing is that we, we got, our working relationships started together building what is now our Chrome extension, uh, which is another product that we have available for people to kind of align intention in the browser. And um, that engineering mindset and working on product together is really kind of our sweet spot. So I definitely still am involved in the product work. I'll do a couple hours in the morning. Um, and then, but ultimately the responsibility for each of those falls into our respective courts. And if you were to kind of look out into the future, you know, five years from now, 10 years from now, what do you see is the world looking like when this is a giant company? In other words, what's your vision here? What direction are you rowing in? Totally. So I think it's a it's a really interesting question for us to, to take a hard look at because I recently had someone challenge me and go, do you really think 10 years from now people are going to be using their devices less? And my honest answer to that is maybe not. Uh, devices are going to look a lot different in the next 10 years. You think of the Vision Pro, uh, Neuralink. What it means for us, do I think they're going to be staring at a square rectangle that has all their their worlds in the palm of their hand? I think that's probably going to evolve a little bit as well. What our hope is that we can build the infrastructure that allows people to be just as intelligent or at least have the access points to be just as intelligent with their digital diet is what we call it, the content that they're consuming, as they can be right now with their food diet. So we think about the state of the world today as the world maybe 50, 60 years ago before there was like widespread knowledge of micro macronutrients, um, what your diet can do to your mood, to your overall health and well-being. Right now, we don't have perfect visibility into how our screen time is impacting us in the multiple dimensions of life. But a lot of us are very concerned about it. We're like, hey, there's something going on here that I should probably be a little more more aware of. But we don't even have the the concept of like calories or proteins or carbs. We want to start building the layer that can identify that and give you like clarity and opportunity to enact the protocols that you want to see in your digital life. I love that. And also thinking about, yeah, the, the, the phone is going to evolve. It's just a fascinating time uh, to be a human, honestly, that has access yeah. to, to any of this. But the, even like, I mean, Facebook, um, or I guess Meta announced their smart glasses yesterday or a couple of days ago. 
which are super cool. But yeah. the thing is, like, they're not even it's not even that expensive. Sure, they're 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 not like twenty bucks or thirty bucks, but like these things are not thousands of dollars, right? I think they announced it being three hundred bucks, right? So it's just like um, it's coming. So I think the way that you're thinking about it, it makes a lot of sense. In order to make that happen, though, for you to be the company that serves that purpose in the world, you'll need some help, though, right? It takes a village to make a startup work and scale. So my question for you is, how can the forward-thinking founders community help? Are you hiring? Are you raising money? Are you looking for customers or partnerships? How can we assist? I mean, I think that I, I think the the number one way that we right now we're we're not we're not actively raising right now. Um, we're pretty. We we just made a couple of hires that we're really excited about. So we're kind of in a good build mode season. Um, our, our biggest desire is just to have more people uh, engaging with the product and reaching out and letting us know how it's going. We just released um, a big new piece of functionality we're really excited about called challenges. Um, so we have a step to scroll challenge where you can lock your ability to use your phone behind how many steps you've done for the day. Um, you can set a different measurement. Like, you know, if it's 500 steps to earn a minute of scrolling, then you get about, depending on how many steps you walk, like 15 to 20 minutes of screen time a day. We think this is a really cool opportunity for communities of people to invite each other. And it's kind of a competition to see who can save the most steps. I would love for the, the forward thinking founders community to kind of engage with this and then reach out with any feedback you have. Um, one of the really cool insights we've seen of late is one of the ways that addictive or compulsive screen time engagement can be reversed inside of communities is when people actually kind of band together around certain approved protocols um we've seen schools do this uh faith communities founder communities really actually start to put together almost creeds around how how they consume content and um i think we don't think we have all the answers to the right way that humans should be applying the right software tools to arm people to have that perfect alignment of their intention and attention so i would love the founder the forward thinking founders community to try out the challenges functionality go through a challenge with a couple other people um, and reach out with any feedback they have. And then for my last question, if someone wanted to learn more, download the app, you know, learn more about you or the company, how can they find you all online? Do you have a website, social media address, email, you know, like how, how can someone connect further into the company? Yeah, we're ClearSpace on the app store. GetClearSpace.com is our website. And we're at GetClearSpace on most social channels. Um, so yeah, you can sign up for our newsletter, stay up to date on what we're doing. Um, always, always eager to hear other resident mission aligned founders, investors, um, creators feedback. So that's how you can find us. Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. I really appreciate it. Of course. Thanks for having me on, Matt.